I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tivis. And you're listening to The Monster Cast. Episode 19. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the MonsterCast, the one and only podcast where we watch and discuss everything monster-related, including the news for Rob Zombie, which there is none today. Anyways, nope. how you doing, Tivis? Yeah, you got less sleep than I did, and yet you're somehow all over the fucking place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just used to it, dude. I'm just used to it. It's, I see you wore... Your, uh, you know, F epilepsy shirt there for any of our audio listeners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I simply have a Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> awesome. All right. So uh, today, guys, before I let Tivis speak anymore, since he doesn't have a whole lot of energy, apparently, <laughs> I got kids. So I'm used to not sleeping. Um, <laughs> Fair. So, Fair. Today we have uh, we're going to discuss our normal two episodes episodes uh, I believe is 37 38 or no no wow I'm way off <laughs> uh, 36 and 37 um, you weren't that far off you got one of them right yeah I guess so uh, uh, but we are also going to be uh, replying to an email that we received um, where we were asked three specific questions and we'll answer them throughout this episode. So bear with us with um, that. If you just wanted to listen to yeah. the us got talk. A real nice email from one of our uh, yeah. Facebook fans, uh, Chelsea. So Yeah. And um, if you guys also want to reach out to us, you can do so via all of our socials at the MonsterCast on Instagram, um, YouTube, of course. I don't think you can message us on YouTube, though, but you can comment on the videos um, and then Facebook and Twitter as well. So uh, we get uh, that set up. And then, of course, how um, Chelsea uh, responded to us was through our email. It's themonstercast at outlook.com. And you can uh, just message us about anything you want there. Uh, hopefully it's monster related. So, um, yeah. And, you know, if not, I'm a talkative person. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you want to start this off with uh, one question? Correct. Yeah. Or do you want to uh, you know, discuss some of the email as well? Well, we could do a little of both. Okay. How about that? Oh, sounds um, good. <clears throat> so, you know, we got, she gave us a, you know, a cool, interesting story about, you know, how she got into the monsters, which, you know, I'm always curious about how the people get into the mm -hmm. same things I'm into. Yeah. So, uh, anyone else wants to send that? Feel free. More than happy to read that. Um, uh, and you know she uh she's she's left some comments before about how she prefers the monsters over adams which i mean what sane person wouldn't they're just way more interesting just flat out <laughs> yeah and i'm going to take your advice on that because you are watching 
the original Adams family as well. I was. Was. I okay. Ran out of time to keep up on both, <laughs> but I did get I've I've nearly finished season one. So you at least have like the you know, back and forth of like somewhat of how the Adams mm-hmm. family is set up versus the monsters. So you can yeah. your word is a little bit holds a little bit more weight than me just saying, oh hell yeah, I love the monsters because you know that's all I'm watching. <laughs> so awesome, man. Um yeah, in this uh in the email, she's she's really cool about it, and uh we really love that. And again, um definitely send us your stories too. Uh as we've had we've had a couple others, uh, we just haven't really discuss them because they didn't want us to share anything and stuff like that yeah. um so if you uh want to also check out chelsea's tumblr it's a uh monster theme tumblr uh it is stay spooky mockingbird lane and um i will also have it down in the description i will try to make sure i put the link in the description i did put the name in the description already though for the video and the audio so definitely check that out it's pretty cool um i've already been browsing through it the last week so yeah yeah uh I'm staring at the one where the set catches fire right now she's got a lot of really cool uh gifts on here so yeah sweet all right so um well let's start this out like i said she has three questions and we uh reached out to her made sure it was cool if we just answered them on the podcast and she said yes so um we're not going to answer these in order chelsea i'm sorry uh we figured we would do this a little out of order for your one two three questions so we're actually going to answer um the question your third one yeah the third question that she gave us uh has rob zombie noticed the podcast um I, as far as we know, he has not. Um, I think I have tagged but, him in a couple but, of things. But. Oh, but. I'm about to ask him to be on it. <laughs> so Tim is going to ask. Um, and We'll uh, see if I ever hear anything back. Yeah. And <laughs> she also put in here, I'll die if you guys ever interview him. Um, I would too. And uh, hopefully he puts it in the cool, movie. That's then. what I just asked him to do. So. <laughs> So, uh, I, I can't guarantee that all of the conversation would necessarily be monster related as I grew up listening to Rob Zombie's music and watching all of his movies and stuff like that. So I have Mike, a lot more interest in, than Tivis would. <laughs> yeah. For anyone who hasn't checked out our other show, Operation Battle yet, Mike is a very big, uh, horror buff. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of Rob Zombie stuff is just right up his alley. Yeah. Yeah, so I would have a lot of uh, fun interaction with him on that. And not only just uh, the movies he has done, uh, but the music, too, because, you know, I fell in love with his music. Actually, with the Dragula music video, I think, was his first one before. um, Like, I had heard, like, uh, White Zombie and stuff like that. That song is just so good. Yeah, it's catchy. Um, So, yeah, uh, that answers your first question, Chelsea. Uh, We have not gotten word that he's heard of the show, uh, but we have done some like, you know, tagging him on Twitter or something like that. So trying to get his attention. Yeah. Just to see, Uh, even if he just listens and he doesn't come on, I'm just happy to know that he's at least is acknowledged that people love the monsters out there. So I think he'd be really cool. Like, even though I'm not you know, uh, really big into his, uh, movies and stuff. I still think talking to him would be friggin' awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just in general, I'm sure he would have 
a lot of cool things to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, going beyond Rob Zombie, uh, we would be willing to chat with pretty much anyone who's worked on the monsters, you know. For, uh, and I'm willing. I'd I talk to the lighting guy. I don't care. Yeah. I, I, I said willing. I, was, I shouldn't say willing. I'm actually interested just to talk to anyone who's worked on any iteration of uh, the monsters, just to get mm -hmm. the feel for yeah. the different sets and stuff like that. So if you are one of those people or for anyone, anyone from the monsters today, yeah, and Monsters Today, uh, there was the Monster mo like TV movie that they made a few years back, and Mockingbird this, uh, Lane. Yeah, Mockingbird Lane. So there's been other iterations out there, or if you just wrote the freaking comics, dude, like I, I, yeah, you know, penciled them, anything. Like I want to hear from the people who have helped create this family and this, you know, like, sort of legacy, I guess. Continue, for the yeah, legacy is a good word. Family, yeah. So uh, if you know anyone or you are one of those people and you want to share your stories and stuff like that, uh, hit us up and we can get you on the show. If you don't want to be on the show, you know, just email us and let us know. Um, Especially so yeah. Butch Patrick, you know, get yeah. back to us. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so uh, with that said, do you want to dive into episode 36? All right. Ep season one, episode 36. Hot Rod Herman. A episode we have both been Waiting. so looking forward to. <laughs> uh, written by Joe Connolly, Bob Mosier, Nor Liebman had a... a <laughs> it's going to be one of those days, people. <laughs> Norm Liebman also had a hand in it. Yeah. Uh, directed by Norman Abbott. I I think this they're going to have more episodes than anyone else ever. <laughs> um, our guests this week are Brian Kokorin. I think is how you pronounce his name as Sandy Baylor, Eddie's uh, child friend. Uh, he went on to play a maid character in a show called OK Cracker B, which is a show I've never heard okay. of as the character. OK, Cracker B Jr. OK, what? Cracker B. <laughs> <laughs> it ran from 1965 to 66. Uh, so, uh, you know, if anyone's uh, familiar with that show, you might recognize him. Uh, we got Eddie. Dono or Dono as mechanic. <laughs> this is Eddie Dono, his yeah. first. Yeah, this is his first acting role, but he went on to play a corpse of a. D did you say regular? Did you say a corpse? Yeah, it, okay. it's I my thing corrected to regula. I don't know if that's correct. A regula one cook in uh, Star Trek two. OK, I have that might be Romula. I don't know. Uh, it's probably Romula. You know this stuff better than I do. Uh, he also is a huge uh, stuntman. Uh, some things you might. Uh, recognize that he has worked on and many of these he was the stunt coordinator for uh, Independence Day, the A-Team, Star Trek 3, The Terminator, 1998 Godzilla, Fast and the Furious, and 2003 Daredevil. The list is much longer than that, but those are the ones that stood out to me. Damn. So. Oh, stunt coordinator, right? Or did he actually perform some of these? Stunts? It looks like he actually performed uh, on some, some of them. Some of he these. performed. Yeah. Dang. How old is he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 1935. Damn. Okay. Uh good for him, man. I mean I know. 
I, I know like a stunt guy who's like pushing 90 by now and he still does a school. So yeah, I can take care of your body, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be like me. Uh, <laughs> we got Henry Beckman as Leadfoot Baylor, uh, Eddie's friend's dad, mm-hmm. uh, who will return in a future episode as a different character. And he went on to play, um, I'm sorry, he went on to play Harry Mark in Bronk, which is another show I've never heard of that ran from 1975 to 76, uh, as well as Alf Cully in Check It Out, which ran from 85 to 86. So, uh, you know, he went on to do some things as well. Yeah. Uh, We got Murray McLeod. who is uncredited as teenage son and excuse me, Ray Montgomery, who is uncredited as father. Okay. And that's it. Yep. That's uh, the entire list this week. Before I, uh, before I read the, the, the synopsis, sorry. <laughs> um, I, is it me or is TV kind of going back to how it used to be? Where like a lot of these shows like that you were reading off, they're only like one mm. or two seasons long, it seems like. And that seems like Netflix's like big thing. Like, yeah, one or two seasons and you're gone unless you're like Stranger Things. So if I find it interesting that we're kind of like reverting to some of these things, the same old processes, even as we're also redoing a lot of these same old pro- products and stuff like that. So Yeah, it's definitely just become be a uh create some stuff and see what sticks yeah okay um which you know was kind of the process back then yeah yeah because to get a show that lasted two seasons even was a, a big accomplishment well i mean you look at even like something like star trek back in the 60s only three mm-hmm. seasons and it was canceled so and, and then it, they did the cartoon that and then they did the cartoon hated. yeah <laughs> it's it's not that great <laughs> um but there was extra content back then so you know fans loved it probably uh so anyways let's go into this uh episode 36 of season one hot rod herman may 27th 1965 believing that his father is the greatest driver in the world ellie Ellie, Eddie volunteers Herman and his car, the Munster coach, for a drag race. It just seems like a bad idea right off the bat. Eddie <laughs> keeps getting him in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> uh, but this is one of the episodes that we have been looking forward to. So um, let's dive mm-hmm. into it. So, of course, oh, yeah. uh, we open with uh, Eddie's just like running around the couch like a little jerk <laughs> yeah it, it's similar to when he came in throwing a fit over being called shorty yeah he's just going uh, around going vroom, 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 <laughs> running around his dad on the couch and then his dad, he's like doing this weird thing and then then herman's like uh lily i th- think there's some little strange boy no, in the he house goes, uh, we need to stop leaving the front door uh open because strange children keep coming in or something like that he's talking in a weird language is what he says yeah he's like oh come on dad i'm just like you know it's, it's racing it's cars man it's- yeah so 
you know, Eddie comes clean. He's like, I told my friend that you could uh, beat his dad at a car race this uh, this Saturday. Yeah. And Lily begins laughing uncontrollably at this, which makes Herman extremely unhappy and asks Eddie, you know, when do I start burning rubber? (laughs) (laughs) Well, anytime, anytime you tell a guy, oh, ah, you can't do that. Well, even if they can't, not saying that they should do this, but even if they can't, they just be like, ah, screw it. I'll figure it out. I'll do it. I can do anything, you know. Um, it's true. Let's I not like do to that. Be told I don't. <laughs> I can't do things. It's uh, it's okay to tell people, hey, I can't do that. I'd rather, you know, I, if I yeah, ask you to do here, my brakes on my advice. car, Tivis, don't tell me you can do it because <laughs> your wife says, yeah. Well, ah, ah. <laughs> well here, here's some advice. Let me say I can't do it. Don't tell me I can't. <laughs> yeah, because I know I can't. But as soon as you tell me I can't, yeah, you better for sure I'm going to screw it up. <laughs> well, in this episode uh, too, though, like we get this this scene going through, and um, well, first of all, he does this thing. He goes, vroom, vroom, well, and the whole Eddie, camera Eddie shakes. Goes, like, are are you serious? And that Herman responds by just mimicking Eddie's noises that he yeah. was just. <laughs> And it shakes the whole freaking house. Um, when the look on his face just makes me think he's been waiting for this day his entire life. <laughs> and, and another, uh, I guess, sport. Do we consider racing a sport? Yes, I think it so. is considered a sport. So um, that's a whole nother conversation. But yes, it yeah. is <laughs> one I don't necessarily agree with, but. So then we come back in after the credits. I guess uh, there is a certain skill required. Yeah. That's yeah. Sport like. Uh, and um, her or Lily and uh, Marilyn are discussing all this crap that's going on. Like, oh, Herman can't ba- basically just like shitting on her husband the whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you hear some engine roaring that's shaking the entire house. Yeah. And then. Uh, and- oh, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, then we get Herman and Eddie outside uh, souping up the co- the coach. Yeah. Uh, they took apart the Munster coach to make it a hot rod. Yeah. And, uh, you know, her, uh, Marilyn mentions that, you know, she, she's surprised that uh, Herman is into cars. And Lily goes, oh, he's full of surprises. You should check out the x-ray the doctors did last time he was there. Yeah. They're confused what half the stuff is inside of <laughs> Oh man. Um and I think it was around this time too. We sit down and grandpa's like food is caught on fire. Yeah. I, I don't well, understand. He's like, that. I, I kept your food warm for you. She takes it out of the oven and it's just on yeah, fire. It's just on fire. Uh, and then we go outside and we see Herman um and Eddie working on the uh the monster coach, trying to do whatever mm. just to soup it up and Everything yeah, else. he does a compression check by blowing into one of the exhaust pipes sticking <laughs> out of the engine and causing flames to shoot out of the ones on the bottom, which, look, my family was big in the cars, me not so much. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been to countless car shows throughout my life. I know what the flamethrowers uh, cars are like. Uh-huh. I don't think they can happen just by blowing into it. <laughs> well, I mean, he has... 
literally sucked flames into his mouth. You don't know Almost. what gases are in his body, dude. We don't that's, know. That's true. He's got stuff we don't know what it is. That's that's the thing that, you know, and I think they probably set that line up because we don't know what's in him, you know. It's very cerebral, man. You just don't yeah. know because there's something new about Do Herman every week. Know? Yeah. <laughs> He's just full of hot air. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> So, uh. so yeah, then um, Herman is like going around and he does some weird jokes. I, I didn't write the jokes down because I didn't find them like that, you know, great or anything like that yeah. to, to mention. I didn't take any note of any of them. Um, I, there were just well, a lot of car first, jokes. <laughs> Eddie goes, you know, we'll wipe the floor with, you know, if his friend's dad and Herman goes, we'll clobber him, which yeah. is this is the most competitive he's ever been on the show yeah yeah because even with the sports episode like the uh traditional sports episodes he didn't really do a whole lot yeah um, he's using like he's more brutal terminology yeah you get he's, some, he's really getting into this so so then he does the thing and this is i i found this up scene really cool um it's or not he, like a great one but where he gets in the car with eddie and they just turn it on the car starts shaking and he pulls this like gear shift, like gear thing up and it's well, like dripping. he's practicing his speed shifting, which yeah, again, that's what it is. Not an expert of cars, but I'm pretty sure it needs to be running to shift yeah. gears, but uh, like not running, but actually driving. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can shift gears without it being driving. You're just going to screw shit up. Yeah. Which <laughs> happens when he pulls the, with, shifter yeah. out and then he pulls the shifter out and there's dripping oil and then you see like the little gears on it and stuff like that yeah and um, he's like you need to use the clutch yeah yeah uh and which nowadays a lot of these terms would be like right over people's head, like a clutch mm-hmm. you know not yeah, many when, people know what a clutch is saw, <laughs> when's the last time you saw a manual car <laughs> uh my brothers have them <laughs> So, yeah, well, they still exist. I'm just, yeah. they're not prevalent. No, no, no. Because, you know, why have a stick shift when you could just have the car basically drive itself? Thanks, Tesla. Anyway, if you um, <laughs> go overseas, though, it is a skill that you should absolutely yeah. learn because many of the rental cars over there are still manual. So you're going to need to know how to shift gears. Mm. Uh, just a heads up. Anyone who's planning to do that in the near future. <laughs> well, anyways, with this scene, like when he pulls it up, pulls the gear shift up and stuff, and he's just like got this like weird look on his face. It 100 percent reminded me of like one of the old school Frankenstein movies, like the look that Frankenstein's mm. monster gets um, or the creature gets. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I'm just going to keep doing that because I know it annoys you when I say Frankenstein's monster. Because <laughs> it's just stupid and irrelevant. It's Frankenstein. Monster. Um. The doctor is the monster. So Lily is in the living room and Herman calls enters with the a monster. Oh, let's not get into this. A leather jacket <laughs> yeah. with punk rods on the back. And Grandpa's just sitting there with his mouth open, cigar nearly falling out. Yeah. And Lily asks him not to do this and begins uh he begins speaking like a teenager out of spite of grandpa i'm guessing uh-huh uh because you know grandpa made 
a comment, obviously. You see your grand, uh, son-in-law looking like that. Uh, and I, I will note, he does not take this jacket off the rest of the episode. No, he does not. He does not. No, he um, they probably loves couldn't get this it off jacket. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it probably got stuck. He's like, I can't take it off. Screw it. Uh, uh, he, so, he looks like a greaser, basically, in, in the jacket. Yeah. So. Uh, L- Lily's really not happy about this possible triple life crisis going on with him <laughs> and she's like will you at least not go over the speed limit and, yeah you know grandpa you know wishes him luck or no he asked grandpa to wish him luck and grandpa just tells him to drop dead because yeah grandpa is extremely bitter he reveals at breakfast we missed this part but uh he's like i'm not gonna help and i'll tell you why if someone asked me and marilyn's like Oh, why aren't you going to help? Because no one asked me. (laughs) (laughs) So he's bitter that Herman's doing this on his own. Yeah. Because there's nothing Grandpa loves more than tinkering with stuff. Grandpa's just a dick. Uh, So, yeah, Herman goes, that's that's better than nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so then Herman struts out and they go to the uh, drag racing. uh, Mm. It's not even a. is it tra- it's yeah, Mockingbird Heights yeah. Drag Strip is yeah. the name. Okay. Um, and then he pulls up with the coach, and mm. you see some of the other dragsters there and, and an actual like drag racing cars and stuff like that. And um, yeah. then Hermie we gets see, out. Uh, oh, go on. Sandy and Leadfoot there. and Yeah. That's the kid's name, right? Yeah, Sandy. And, you know, of course, Leadfoot immediately begins talking about how much street damage has been done to herman's face yeah uh, and her he goes up introduces himself and herman shakes his hand with a grease rag mm-hmm. just why not well herman was walk working on the, the the car at the time so the guy walks up to herman as he's in the car and then herman just lifts his hand up and the guy shakes it this is the guy's fault he should have looked first <laughs> This time it's the guy's fault. This time it's the uh, guy's fault. Uh, the next time, because uh, <laughs> they do a little talking and stuff like that, and then this is where the bet is made. Um, yeah, where uh, he, he bets Herman, or, or they bet each other for, on the race uh, for the cars, basically. And um, Herman has some. I don't really think so. It's our only car, basically. It's the family car. Yeah. Uh, a lot of distress with him, like going through this process. But then they do the whole basically, are you yellow? Yeah, Sandy goes, are you, are chicken? you chicken? Yeah. Um, Little brat. And, and <laughs> that, yeah. And then that gets Herman's, you know, male ego to be like, ah, screw it. Let's do it. I don't need to, you know, ask permission. I'll just do it and go through it and all that crap um they shake on it when they the shake on rag. it and that's when they get the grease rag for the second time so uh yeah so yeah and uh, yeah. then they start their we, race well we cut back to home where uh do we yeah uh so they uh <laughs> yeah uh they're all preparing food while grandpa's just sitting reading a uh, newspaper and Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He sees Eddie's, uh, you know, friend whose dad is in the newspaper for being one of the best racers around. Mm-hmm. And Lily's like, goes, you know, he's like, go warn Herman. And he, Grandpa goes, nah. And Marilyn goes, hey, if he loses, at least he'll only lose his pride. Right. Because, you know, haha, we don't know that the car is up for 
Yeah. yeah. The pink slips oh, are up, boy. man. Come on Does now. Herman screw up this episode. <laughs> yeah. Which do you think so, the monster coach has a pink slip with how customized it is? Like, do you think it's like legal? Is that car street legal? I guess it has to be because they had it custom made from a shop. And they it's not like they did it themselves. You know, hmm. I might have something for that later. Okay. Once we finish this. Okay. So cool. So um yeah, then we go back to the drag strip and we see a bunch of the other cars doing the the racing. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because they got some like actual B footage of like real race cars or real dragsters mm-hmm. and stuff. So that was awesome to see integrated in there. Uh, you can tell what is what they shot and what is just like a B-roll yeah. shot, but because it's a little grainier. Um, but besides that, it's, it's kind of cool to see actual, you know, real life footage and mixed in with these shows, especially at the time, too. So, yeah. And, you know, Herman's getting ready to race and Eddie's like talking to him, wishing him luck and Herman can't hear him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile. The flag is given to start and Leadfoot is just gone. Yeah. <laughs> Before Herman even starts. Yeah. And, and cause he has this like small little narrow, like freaking rocket car basically. And, uh, yeah. And Herman just doesn't even go. And we then see Herman take off. And then of course we cut to, Oh, uh, you know, you lost the car. Now they're at the house and he's getting berated for losing the car. <laughs> Basically. Um, and then this is where we find out uh, after the interaction, like Lily storms off. She's like, Ugh. And, oh, and Marilyn just Marilyn just out of nowhere for no freaking reason just goes Ugh, and walks off to it. It was like, <laughs> it was funny, but that was like, wait, I, I- is it is she being serious or is she just making her right now? I I love Herman's uh excuse for this whole he's like I thought he was just a goof like me having fun. Yeah. Just the whole the sad like I can't believe I did this. What's wrong with me? Right. And then then um so after this interaction and and the ladies move out Herman is just like looks at grandpa and he's like so are you gonna you know scoff off at me too and and leave yeah give me the cold shoulder and, like the rest of the family yeah. and grandpa's like no I'm I'm gonna help you fix the problem which is weird and Herman yeah. makes the remark he's like you're not gonna try and convince me to shoot myself again are you <laughs> so how many times has grandpa tried to get Herman to shoot himself or how many times has Herman shot himself because of Grandpa? Because <laughs> that one threw me. I was like, whoa, wait, what did he say? Yeah. <laughs> so, so his solution is they're going to build a car and win it back next weekend, which. Yeah. If you can build a car, just build a new family car. Well, I mean, the car they do build, which we know as Dragula, um, Mm -hmm. Herman explains why they can't just, you know, do that, you know, because of the one, it's a specific type of car. You wouldn't use it. It's it's too small to have for the family car, I would say. And as we learn later in the episode, uh, the casket, which is the main part of the car, is borrowed from Herman's work, so he has to return it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, 
before we get to that, you know, Herman finds this idea hilarious. Yeah. begins insulting Grandpa, laughing hysterically, and then all of a sudden just stops and goes, when can you start? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a good bit. Yeah. And Grandpa's like, oh, first thing in the morning. So then we get Lily and Marilyn washing dishes yep. as Marilyn's wondering what is all the noise coming from the garage, which the garage we just heard about last week mm-hmm. in the uh, the episode where they were going away to their uh, where spot new vacation is supposed spot. to be where spot yeah. like ate all the gas and stuff like that. So yeah. it's really cool that we get to actually see it now. I mean, we don't see the inside, but we're outside it. Right, right. <laughs> it was a good so, setup uh, so that we understand there is a garage for the house when mm-hmm. this episode came up. Because before you never see a garage. We've never seen it before at all. And yep. then the previous week, they're like, oh, hey, we have a garage. And then now we actually see it. So I thought that was a cool setup, like chronologically. So, yeah. Yeah, and Marilyn's like, you know, so what are they doing out there? And Lily goes, I haven't spoken to him since he lost the car. Right. (laughs) And Marilyn's like, well, Eddie claims they're building some kind of car out there. And Lily's like, I don't know what they're building. They took Eddie's bicycle, pipes from the organ, and Herman came home with an empty box from the parlor. (laughs) She's like, what kind of car can you build with junk like that? Yeah. And then apparently they never watched, uh, what was it? not Rugrats. What was MacGyver? That? No. What's that one? It, it was a black and white show too back in the day. They redid it once too. Once or twice. With the He-Man Woman Haters Club. Oh. Uh, man, I'm going to be so annoyed with that one. I can't okay, remember. It comes right up when Little I... Little Rascals. That's what it Little is. Little Rascals. That's it. Yeah. Because they did this, the der- soapbox alpha, cars alpha. and all that crap. Yeah, Alpha Alpha. But yeah, so uh, then Grandpa pulls the car out and we see it all together. It's the Dragula which, as we have. If you know. notice when the car comes out, it is clearly not Grandpa in the car. No? No. Oh. Yeah, it's clearly the stunt driver that they have for the episode pulling the car out. Well, yeah, probably because they didn't know what the car was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> and grandpa's like first of all the dragula looks awesome oh yeah yeah like just it's so cool uh grandpa's like it's the only dragster in america that can play oh promise me in second gear <laughs> <laughs> and eddie's like hey can i invite my friend over to look at it and grandpa's like no don't tell them shit <laughs> yeah yeah grandpa's like, actually well, bring real- it on He's really smart about that too. Yeah, he is. He's just like, shut up. Don't don't gloat. Don't, <laughs> you know, tell people about it. Don't do anything. We're just gonna show up and we'll we'll take care of it that Challenge way. Challenge him and then he could see it. Yeah. What is <laughs> what's that called being a ringer? Is that what grandpa is? He's a ringer? Uh I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> And one that uh, apparently grandpa should do more, you know, automobiles though and sell them yes. rather than, you know, his potions, potions. and magic. <laughs> yeah. Things that generally turn out to be fire related. Yeah. Uh, so then we go. Um, you well, know, Herman checks talks out the about car. the grill. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is a really neat grill. It says, you know, born estimated 19 or i'm sorry 1367 yeah and died estimated question mark and grandpa's like 
That's not a grill. That's my license plate from the old country. <laughs> but we all come to know it as the Dragula car, so. Yeah. Whether it says Dragula or not, man. Um, yeah, so the the basically his license plate is a tombstone. <laughs> um, so then we go to the uh speed um uh, oh shit. I'm losing words now. The drag See, my energy race. is starting to go away. The drag race. Ed. And actually Eddie's there with Marilyn yeah, and Lily. Lily. They're um, walking up in the stands, you know, yeah. they're they're finding a like, oh, Lily turns out to be a big racing fan from back in the day where she mm. used to go to the wolf track and bet on relatives. Yeah, which I'm assuming her dad was a part of. Uh, Broad than likely, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so then um, then the uh, coach shows up uh, and uh, yeah. what's the guy's Leadfoot name? Leadfoot and Sandy Leadfoot. get out. Yes, uh, he shows up with the coach. I, don't, I'm, I am confused as to why he would bring the coach to the drag race and not well, his other car that he had. He... We get this when Herman goes, he's a, you know, they walk up, they smack talk Herman and, you know, Herman's like, you know, hey, I bet my decrepit grandpa could beat you. Yeah. (laughs) Which they keep referring. It's your father-in-law. But uh, he then said he's like, uh, Ledford's like, hey, I've been spending all week souping up this car to be the fastest thing on wheels, which aerodynamics would disagree with you there buddy compared to the other cars oh yeah but especially who am with I that to disagree with a sitcom <laughs> <laughs> um so herman's like hey you want to bet on it i'll bet you the car back that my grandpa could beat you and yeah. the guy's like hesitating about what's under the tarp but it you know, whatever. He goes to shake Herman's hand, and before he does, he I looks. love this this little touch. He hesitates and looks at Herman's hand first yeah. to make sure there's no grease this time. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And then, uh, then we get Herman reviewing the Dragula car to him. He's like, yep. oh, and he's like, "Well, shit." shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, he he uh, after Grandpa and Herman leave, he decides to uh, sabotage by removing the parachute. Right. He's like, hey, they can't win if he's dead. No, 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 he said even if he does win, if he can't stop, he's gonna die, and we don't have to pay out anyways. Basically, I mean, you still do. You lost, but right, like because he's not <laughs> thinking like Herman made the bet with him. Herman would still be alive because Herman's not in the car. So yeah. his whole idea is just to kill an old man. <laughs> that's what's, yes. that's this guy's plan. That's true. Yeah. No, there's no no more forethought in that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so we cut to uh, Lily. So she's still trying to find a seat. She's like, hey, uh, could you, would you scooch over a bit and give us some room to this random guy? He looks up at her, falls down, doesn't get up. I have to presume he's dead now. Uh, no, he freaks out and runs away. He falls off the bench and we don't see him get up. <laughs> He's just on the ground at that point. I think she scared him to death. Which which would be the first time that they've done that with her character. Uh, yeah. So she's like, oh, how shriverless. Yeah. <laughs> it was the word I can't say right now, but she's like, boy, I hope they win back the car, which apparently she knows the plan now. Even though she hasn't been talking to him. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, was the whole idea was they would get the car back. 
Yeah. Um. Now, now the race is beginning. Yeah. So then, Grandpa is uh, getting his picture taken. Um, he looks he looks like a freaking uh like mad scientist. What's that one dude's name from like um Warner Brothers cart animation stuff? Like, or not Aunt Warner Brothers? Um, you know what? Screw it. I don't remember. He looks like one of the the dumb drivers from when they did the racing cartoons back in the day. Oh, you're talking about the wacky racers. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Hanna Barbera. Yeah, Hanna Barbera is what I meant. Yeah, which Warner Bros. owns that, don't they? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he he That's reminded why we me saw, of one of those. Uh, saw them return in the recent Scooby Doo movie Scoop. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the guy takes off. He he goes on his win. And uh, Grandpa goes, uh, and um, Herman's like, "Hey, you, uh, you, you forgot your parachute." Yes, that guy right there. Uh, I don't remember his name though. Uh, Tivis just showed it on the image. What is his name again? Um, uh, da- Dastardly. Oh yeah, Dastardly Studley, right? Or I'm thinking uh, of a different character. Dick Dastardly. Okay, Dick Dastardly. Okay. Yeah, so um, Grandpa goes. He doesn't have his parachute. With his dog, uh, Mugsley, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Grandpa wins the race, and he turns the car because he realized, oh, shit, I don't have a parachute. And he just keeps coming back. <laughs> um, and there's no way for him to stop. So what happens, Tivis? <laughs> he, first of all, it peels out in front of the coach, which is extremely dangerous, and I'm shocked the drivers allowed that. <laughs> And runs back towards Herman, does a U-turn, and Herman's just like, oh, crap. Uh, As it comes at him, it turns again, and he grabs onto the back of it and is dragging his feet on the ground to slow down the momentum. Yeah, and uh, he he finally does. I wonder how they did this scene. I'm kind of curious, but um, it's a question. I think it looks like they had like a piece of... uh, Something for him to stand on on the back. Yeah, and they clearly because he's clearly not touching the ground while he's moving around. Right. And then, um, then we leave there and we go to uh, Herman well, and the family. When and they the do coach. eventually stop, Herman's feet are oh, smoking. Smoking. Yeah. <laughs> and Grandpa's like, "Oh, yeah, thank you. You saved me." <laughs> yeah. Um. So maybe he won't have Herman shoot himself and- the next time. Well, Herman's like, oh, I, I had to help you. I got to get this box back to the parlor by Monday. <laughs> uh, during the race, too, we also did forget Eddie. They did the whole uh, biting nails gag again with Eddie. Uh, he was chewing on the nails and his mom's like, Eddie, stop chewing on your nails. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I thought that was cool that they brought that back. Anyways, uh, after the race, they have the coach. The family's back in the coach and they're driving away after some banter and then like all the parts just start falling out of the coach. So clearly the guy who had the coach, he was a bad, bad, bad engineer because he, those parts shouldn't have been falling out. And he's the one that screwed with the car. Um, also the car was still going after the motor itself fell out. So, which you can actually see the motor still in the coach. Yeah. By the way, not only that, but this motor is nothing like the one we saw when they were working on earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, they drive away and we end the episode right there. 
And that's how yeah, that's episode uh, 30, what was it? 36 ends. 36. We are so close to the end. Yeah. So um, do you have any extra information on this episode for us today, man? Um, well, uh, besides the obvious, you know, this is the first and only appearance of the Dragula. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an episode of uh, Shipping Wars where someone is uh, shipping the coach the dragula and two s- statues one of uh eddie and herman to mm-hmm. butch patrick for a uh halloween party and they mention the guys wants to drive the coach into the truck to get it on the bed the flatbed mm-hmm. to transport it and they mention no you can't drive this it's too heavy in unwielding uh, yielding so right that, that that pretty much answers your question about being street legal okay, okay. uh they couldn't even drive it in, onto a flatbed so that's crazy that's jeez. Uh, how heavy was that thing uh, it's a good question i don't know that's crazy all right uh, yeah so that episode is out there if anyone wants to go find it i tried to watch the whole thing but i found just like a three minute clip which i meant to send right. you before we started i didn't okay uh, <laughs> i'll do it afterwards but awesome man um so is that all we got for trivia type stuff yeah awesome. yeah okay so let's answer another question from uh chelsea and i hope okay. we're pronouncing your name properly chelsea if not uh you can t- let us know <laughs> yeah just yell at us um, that's fine so uh there's two questions left which one should we do next uh, let's do. Uh, she asks, "What do you think of the fan theory that the Munsters are Democrats and the Adams are Republicans?" Um, so I, I hear people already. Okay. <laughs> just beforehand, we won't be going into real world stuff. We will. We will never give our opinions unless you ask us directly, and never on this show. Mm-hmm. So. Well, keep that in mind. We will just talk about these characters specifically and what we think of them. Right. So as far as what I know of the Adams, because I have not watched the original series in its entirety. So I don't know because mm-hmm. I would say we're comparing the original to the original, not yes. like what we have so far. Um, I, I would think they're both more on a liberal side. Sort of. Well, since I've watched both, let me give some okay. of my arguments for both families here. Let's go. Uh, so we'll start with the Adams. Uh, they're just the Adams. They're into some weird stuff. They're just a rich family into weird stuff, which falls under pretty much every rich family, especially old money. Right. Uh, <laughs> so and they fall all over the political spectrum. Uh, one thing that stands out to me of the episodes I saw was there was an episode that they invited a beatnik into their home and they were very open to these new uh, liberal ideas. Was that so, the Adams, right? Yes, this yeah. is the Adams. Yeah. And so they're they're They may have old money, but they're not very conservative in their thinking. Right. So I definitely think they fall more on liberal scale of things. Mm-hmm. The Munsters. Now, here- this is a tricky one because we did have one episode where they went extreme conservative with Herman not wanting Lily to work. 
not, not, not only that, like well, that could just be for the times too, not necessarily like a conservative liberal thing. But uh, you got to remember the Munsters are more of like an, they're like an immigrant, immigrant family. They, yes. they, they came to the States from the old country. Um, mm-hmm. We don't know how long ago. Uh, so they're more of an immigrant family, working class, because they're, you know, Herman's actually working. He's always looking for different jobs, stuff like that. Whereas the Adams, mm-hmm. as far as I know, none of them have jobs. They're, like they're just living off old family money. Uh, right. Adams is a a uh, he buys and sells stock. OK. OK. All right. Um, but yeah, the Munsters have always, to me, been there's always been a good distinction between at least the classes between the Adams and the Munsters, because you do have, you know, your higher and mm-hmm. more wealthy class with the Adams. Yes. And, then and you there have, is actually a, uh, yeah. an episode specifically dedicated to, uh, uh, Gomez, uh, backing a politician and, uh, he switches politicians based on, he's like, Oh, this person wants to uh, drain the swamps. And he's like, I like my swamps. Yeah. Don't touch my swamps. <laughs> but uh, so, so like, it's difficult like, that, with the That Munsters. is an actual term in the show, by the way. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's difficult with the Munsters because a lot of people will just, I, I understand like the fan theory of like Republican versus Democrat with them. It's like people yeah. automatically assume, oh, these are wealthy, rich class, you know, the wealthy class, they're, they got to be. Republican, which isn't necessarily true. There's lots of wealthy Republicans out in the world as well. Now, and I would not say the Munsters are necessarily uh, not rich as well. I mean, they have to have money to constantly repair all the damage. Herman, that's why Herman has to work all the time. Um, But but I would say the Munsters are more of a working class uh, family, and they're of course immigrants. Um, which is nice. They have the distinction of working for everything they get, pretty much. Um, as but you said, you know, Gomez does the same thing to a to the point. But I feel the Munsters are trying to be the traditional like nuclear family. I guess you would say mm-hmm. it, it feels like they're trying to do that more. Um, just with you know how Herman acts and stuff like that. So. I would actually say, if anything, the Munsters seem more conservative than liberal at times, just in the way that they act and stuff like that. Now, we have had like the episode where the band came and played in their house and they were like the hippie guys and stuff like that, but they didn't hate them. But also being they did at first, they did at first, but then they got Adams almost immediately accepted this beatnik. Right. But, and began learning from him. But I think it's a good thing that, you know, it, it the monsters with theirs, it showed that, hey, your opinions can change on people all the time. Yes. So and it's not necessarily a Republican Democrat thing or conservative liberal thing. It's like it, it's it's a very good way of showing these families have these specific values and hey, we changed our mind too. Although Herman did make that like comic comment the other the other episode. Yeah. So that that right there screams a little well, bit more. Yeah, think about the time though, the Red yeah. Scare. Everyone yeah. was kind of on board with the anti. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Soviets. Uh, 
But but as far as like what we've seen with the monsters for this first season so far, I would say they're more on the side of a conservative style. That doesn't mean they can't be a Democrat, though. You can be a conservative Democrat. So, yep. I mean, that's it, why I'm kind of sticking to the liberal conservative scale. Right. Because uh, you can be one and belong to the opposite party. Those do exist. Right. Um. So it's this is this is a tough one. What what is your final? Um, I don't think that they necessarily are either specific out of those two um, political parties. I don't think that they would do that. I think that they, especially with Gomez, from what I remember of the Adams family, I think that he would be one of those characters, one of those families that think about the different outcomes from different people. So like take mm-hmm. voting, for example, I feel that he would put, you know, all the, all the details into consideration before being like, Oh, I'm, I'm definitely voting for this guy because he's in this specific party. You know, I, I think it's more, it, it comes down to more conservative liberal as, as we've been saying, rather than the Democrat Republican. Yeah. So, and you can even be a conservative liberalist. And, and <laughs> like, so. I'll, I'll throw, I'll throw a new wrench into this. Um, I don't think the monsters can vote. They seem like I'm a group of people that did not get their Greek cards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think so. Herman might just have a working visa. That's, that's why the episode we're about to talk to, he is desperate to keep a job. <laughs> Yeah, and the next episode that we're about to talk to really goes into it, like how they're tr- truly a working class, and and Herman yes. is kind of in this episode Herman's raise that we'll be talking about next. It's it it really does help decide what you think of them, like as in a more of a political stance. I guess I don't know. I'm not really huge on like the political spectrum with uh, that stuff of like gauging like oh this person is this or this person is that. So mm-hmm. I, I don't really do that. I really don't care. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah. but as far as what we've seen, I would say more conservative with the monsters than the Adams for sure. That doesn't mean yeah. they're Republican or Democrat. I just, that's my thought on the fan theory. I, I, I hope this is an acceptable answer for you, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, if not, you know, it's it's fine. You can yell at us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's just there's just so many like things because the monsters personalities are changing constantly. It's like mm-hmm. and and the Adams, as far as what I know, I either hear from you or like from memory of trying to remember. And a lot of my memories of the Adams come from the freaking like nineties movies. So like they, they had a big ass room full of money. So like Scrooge eh, McDuck room, they could be as liberal as they want. They don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> they got all the monies. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that that's, I think uh, my answer on it. Your final answer, dude. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you that the monsters are definitely lean a bit more conservative, but mm-hmm. I do think both families are pretty uh, open to new ideas and expanding yeah. their horizon, which to me puts them more on the liberal side of things because, yeah. you know, that's that's kind of the, the definition of 
yeah being a you know you're oh you might still think of the old ways but you're open to hearing about the new ways yeah yeah and and you see that a lot with um with the monsters that we've watched recently like you know lily wanting to get a job and herman's like screw that (laughs) and then you 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 know they open it up and stuff but and then other episodes herman's just like i'll do whatever my wife says i don't really care so i'm like wait bro like you gotta make up your mind um but then you also have like the aspect with like the monsters they think that like marilyn's appearance is horrid they still Mm. love her they still treat her like one of the own they actually haven't made a lot of those references in the last few episodes. So that's kind of, nope. they kind of got away from that gag, but just wait like, till season two. Yeah. But we know that that's how they feel just from the first, ep- like several episodes or whatever of them leaning into it. So it's kind of like, okay, they're accepting of different differences within their life. And of course they're, yeah. they're out in the world. They're being, trying to be friends with people that are different and stuff like that. So Yeah. I guess I guess that's the, probably a decent answer. I hope that's a decent answer, Chelsea. If not, let us know and we'll try and uh, come up with something else, or we'll ask around too. Um, yeah, give us your thoughts. Yeah. So, uh, know, what do you comment, guys comment? Send emails, whatever. Let yeah. us know. What do you guys think about the Adams versus the monsters? As far as a, I don't want to say political spectrum, but like you know, conservative liberal I think style. That's- I think political spectrum is a good way to put it. Okay. Yeah. So awesome. Uh, Let's dive in then to episode 37. All right. (laughs) Season one, episode 37, Herman's Rays. Oh, I didn't think I said when the last one aired. It was May 27th, 1965. This one, however, aired June 4th, 1965. The story by Doug Tibbles, a name we haven't heard in a while. Teleplay by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosier. Directed by Ezra Stone, another one we haven't seen in a while. Okay. Uh, only two guests this week or this episode. Why do I keep doing that? <laughs> um, we've 19 episodes in and I continue to do that. Uh, John Carradine as Mr. Gateman. Who we who finally see. Ret- <laughs> Go ahead. I said we who we finally see. We haven't seen yeah, him in any other episode. He's episodes. been referenced since the early days of the show. Yeah. Uh, and John will return in Monsters Go Home as a different character, unfortunately. Uh, but he also co-starred in the Ten Commandments as Moses's brother when Yvonne Lily played Moses's wife. So they're, you know, familiar with each other. Yeah. It's old and Hollywood, we, man. That everyone knew everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you get people who don't work together. Yeah. And that it's always like, how? How is that possible? But uh, we also have Benny Rubin as Tom Fong. <laughs> and he was famous for not liking the uh, him and the Stooges actors did not get along. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I read that. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, and his character in this is not not a great one either, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah i i actually watched um several things with uh benny rubin in the past but i actually brushed up on him because uh, i knew we were gonna end up talking about his performance in this episode so mm-hmm. i wanted to re re 
introduce myself to some of his other acting bits. So um, any of you that stick out to you, that you want to mention? Um, nothing like specific. It didn't, I watched like a real a sizzle reel kind of thing of like some of his uh, moments. Okay. Didn't tell me what the movie was. It just like showed acting bits. So uh, some okay. of them were some Westerns and stuff like that. So yeah. Um, anyways, episode 37, Herman's Rays. Are, are you done? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. I was okay. going to jump right into it. I forgot right. the synopsis. Herman's Rays. Egged on by Lily, Herman demands a raise from his boss, Mr. Gateman. He is promptly fired. Fearing Lily's reaction, he pretends still to be going to work when he is actually trying out new jobs. Um, husbands, don't do this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So we open with Grandpa enjoying the power of negative thinking. Yeah. Uh, a book. Yep. And, you know, Eddie walks in with Wolfie, who we haven't seen in a while. Can, uh, and asks, you know, you know, where's dad at? So he could say goodnight to me. And Liz's like, you know, he's still at work. Uh, and he's like, well, why can't he work a normal or work normal hours like a normal person? Right. And grandpa's like, look, you'd have to understand your dad has a different kind of job. Things don't keep well overnight at his job. <laughs> so uh, I'm pretty sure Butch spiked the camera as he walked away in this scene. <laughs> but it, it's whatever he's been doing real good about that so yeah i was trying to find my notes there we go uh then Marilyn starts talking uh about you know all the good good qualities of uh herman and grandpa calls him stupid and moronic and boy lily and Merrill get heated at this but then yeah, herman comes in and the room goes silent and he's like Okay, this is suspicious. Why'd y'all get quiet? Grandpa yeah. just puts the book up over his face. <laughs> and he's like, look, you know I don't like it when I enter a room and everyone gets quiet. And Grandpa just raises the book even higher. He's like, it's almost as bad as when you spell things out in front of me. <laughs> Which kind of highlights again, he's got some kind of reading disability. <laughs> yeah. So uh, th- somehow the, the subject gets changed extremely quickly to uh, Lily telling him, look, in the morning, you need to go ask for a raise at your job, which like, OK, how did where did this come from? Well, I think it's <laughs> because I, she sees that he's working too hard and she expects him to get paid more. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. And he's been there for so long, too. I guess that's the reasoning behind her as well. Is he's been there for forever. He hasn't gotten a raise. He works hard. He's there long hours, things like that. Which, you know, I guess, yeah. 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 Lots of people right now are going through that stage of life where they're like, you know what, screw it. You know, so this is probably a good episode for a lot of people to actually go and watch if they. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, we're not saying don't ask for a raise or it's just don't do it in a. Not in the way Herman way. does. Herman does it, but we don't <laughs> see how he does it. Uh, we he, just he see explains how, how he does it, though. Well, Lily tells him <laughs> she literally says, go in there and slam your fist down on his desk. If we've watched any of the episodes, we know whenever Herman slams his fists down, he he's going to break something. Desk. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, know your <laughs> worth. That just oh, yeah, mo- yeah. most importantly, just know your worth. <laughs> 
So, uh, yeah, I just really love in this scene how Grandpa, like, just continually pulls the book over his face to hide. Uh-huh. You know, I wasn't talking about you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So uh, Grandpa's actually in favor of him going to ask, which is a little suspicious to me, of but okay. Of course Grandpa is. One, he's a dick and he knows Herman's going to fuck it up. And two, if if he doesn't screw it up, you know, then there's more money coming into the house for Grandpa because Grandpa's a lazy crap head who doesn't go to work anyways. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, and <clears throat> Herman's like, look, you know, Mr. Gateman has been real nice to me. He's been accommodating. He's been gracious. And... <clears throat> If you get a boss like this, you're lucky because not many of them care about you anymore at all. Uh, I can't say too much. I'm going to get trouble. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So. Yeah. So it's like, I don't care. Go in and get the freaking race. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, also, boy. can and I point out too? Grandpa <clears throat> is like that thirty-year-old son who doesn't leave home and claims he's an <laughs> entrepreneur and he doesn't do shit, <laughs> but play oh. play games down in his little basement dungeon. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, true. <laughs> um, we also may or may not have an invisible person living in the house. We haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. And there's dead he bodies. He's killing people there, too. So he's making them all accomplices to his serial killer reign. Oh, that's OK. Spot's just eating it. Uh, Benefits of having a dragon. Anything, apparently. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so uh, Herman goes off and comes back home and Grandpa's yeah, just waiting for him. He's sneaking in through the front door. He's like looking around. He's like he backs into Grandpa who's hiding behind a pillar yeah. and scares the hell out of Herman. <laughs> and so much he throws his lunchbox and gets it stuck on the chandelier. Yeah. I, I am glad that the way that they play off some of the um the scares, I guess, in the show is uh you know we get to see monsters actually being scared. I like mm-hmm. that. You know. It's good for kids. I, I feel like everyone should be scared of grandpa though just on a regular basis. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh so it turns out that he was hiding outside waiting for Lily to leave the house because he got fired. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, first of all, he says he demanded the raise for being so loyal. He quit every other week. <laughs> yeah, he was quitting to go and do like baseball everything. and everything. Be so, a movie star. I mean, his boss dealt with him a lot. <laughs> Be a <Yeah>. wrestler. <laughs> or no, was he moon knighting as a wrestler? Was that what he was doing? He wasn't. He didn't quit his job for that one. I don't remember, but I um, wouldn't be shocked. Uh, all I know is... um. He goes over to Grandpa and he's, he's uh, Grandpa's like, so what What happened? He's like, oh, you'll never guess it. And Grandpa's like, you got fired. And he's like, how'd you know? He's like, because you're you, you dumbass. Like, <laughs> so you got rotten luck. You could find a pot of gold and there'd be a tax collector waiting next to it. Right. Um, and then Grandpa is like, well, you just, you know, don't tell lily he he feeds into this crap it's like mm-hmm. like well, watching king of queens yeah. <laughs> and it's kevin oh, james and um uh 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 what what's his the actor's name um 
Ben Stiller's father. I forget his name. But yeah, that that their duo kind of reminds me of the same same duo. Yeah, and and Herman's extremely worried that oh, it's our uh, Jerry Stiller. Yes, Jerry Stiller. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Herman is extremely worried about Lily breaking his Huckleberry Hound records. Yeah, like she's just gonna get so mad and start breaking stuff. One, if you lost your job and your wife decides to start breaking things uh leave <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah and, that's, that's a bad relationship and not only that it, it's like okay i don't have a job you we lost can... your job because of her advice no less well not only that i lost my job we could be selling those records <laughs> something yeah, okay have any has anyone ever watched fun with dick and jane like sell the stuff you need the money <laughs> <laughs> yes but yeah it does inevitably end with uh grandpa telling him to be a real man and don't yeah. tell his wife yeah yeah uh, oh boy uh so at dinner lily's like so how was work today and he's doing everything he can to not go on the so he's like oh you know we were uh very busy she's like well did you get your raise he's like uh he's gonna think it over and he mixes two analogies here mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's going to run it up the flagpole and see if it makes a splash. He's going to throw it down the well and see if anyone salutes it. (laughs) Uh, and Lily's like, well, I, I want an answer by the end of the week. And Herman's like, oh, you're going to have one. Uh, (laughs) Well, I'm sure of it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, the, how demanding she is of that, you know, it's, it's really weird. This is so out of character for her because it's like, you know, you should be thankful you have a job, man. Like, yeah. Um, so, you know, she says, you know, Marilyn, Eddie, come help me with the dishes, leaving grandpa and Herman alone. And <laughs> grandpa like scoots over next to Herman. He's so what's the plan? He's like, I want to pretend to go to work and then I'm going to look for a job. Yeah. <laughs> and so here's the next day we get a series of, uh, uh like I don't want to call it a montage, but it's a, a string of him applying to new jobs over yeah. the week. And it, it's so somewhat it of him, a montage, but not yeah, like it, rapid. So yeah, he's kisses Lily goodbye, heads out and he begins, uh, training to be a boxer the first day. No, no, no. He's, and, he's supposed to be like the, uh, the whipping boy guy. Basically, oh, you're, you're, you're 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 there so that they can box on you and hit you and stuff like that. Oh, um, OK, well, this is even more confusing then, because uh, the boxer tries to punch him in the gut, breaks his wrist. And I'm like, and the they, guy throws him out. I'm like, fire your boxer. Hire Herman. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, and then uh, we go to the next day. Um, Herman is working in the sewer now uh, yeah. and he goes down to the sewer scares the crap out of everyone else you think that they would have known he was coming you know yeah. if they're they're his well his, uh, think about you're in this sewer and you see him walk yeah. out of the shadows at you <laughs> or climbing One of the down groundhogs out of the ground which is the second time we've seen it and it's gotta be my favorite bit they've done <laughs> all i gotta say is the sewer systems in that city suck if they're leaking into the ground that easily <laughs> so let's just get that out of the way um oh Oh, that's how spot got into the sewer i forgot about those those guys knocked down the wall opening it to up but that's just for herman's house yeah but that's how that's this kid we're going back a couple weeks here but anyway uh 
So, yeah. Uh, then the day after that, he tries out to be a shipyard welder. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's actually doing a good job at this one until he leans against the boat and capsizes. It. I thought he smacked like did like a boom, boom, like a hit it on it. Well, he went to like lean against it. Okay, that's what, okay. it. Just tips over. Yeah, it falls into the water. I mean, hey, he got it into the water faster. Yeah. Hopefully, the holes were it's fixed. <laughs> gonna be at the bottom of the water because it landed sideways. So then, uh, uh, the next time he comes down and uh, he he does a little, you know, uh, more jokes and stuff, and then Lily and her, uh, Marilyn start talking about him. Like, I hope that he's basically got. All this crap going. Uh, oh, yeah, she's like, I, I better see a surprise in your work slip or your pay slip when you get home. And yeah. Herman's like, oh, you'll be surprised. Yeah. And then um, Eddie runs out with uh, Herman's lunchbox and he forgot it. So she's like, you know, I could uh, Marilyn's like, I could drop it off. And she's like, no, I'm just going to call him. Like, why are you calling him? I'm sure he'll realize it. <laughs> like, there's no reason to call his work. Uh, I definitely there, notice when I don't have anything to eat. It, well, if he gets there, I'm sure he'll just go out to eat because that's what they're basically saying is you can just go out to eat for lunch <laughs> since you forgot his lunch. Burritos. And uh, this is when <laughs> Lily finds out that Herman lost his job. Um, yeah. And then she goes and st- eventually complains to grandpa. Like, what the hell has he been well, doing? Before that, um, do we actually find out why she's so adamant about him getting a raise? Mm-hmm. She's like, we, we need the extra money because Eddie's bed is so warped. He can't close it anymore. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And um, yeah, but then she goes eventually to grandpa and complains yeah. and it's like, where's he been? What is he doing? Uh, I thought she was going to go to the whole like, oh, he's cheating on me cheating. thing again. Yeah. Uh, I was like, he's out finding a job. He's like, oh, doing the job. Five jobs in five days. What you talking about? Chill out, woman. Come on. Yeah. It's basically like, what better grandpa. record could you ask for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she's like, you know. Oh, this is in a bit, but I guess we'll skip to that part now. Uh, yeah. She's like, I'm going to do what women have been doing for centuries. And she walks out the door and crap is like, well, women have been doing for centuries, butting in and ruining our lives. <laughs> uh, I but, see. Uh, I can enjoy those ones from grandpa because that is grandpa's character still. Like, yes. We, he's, he's established that it, um, he's clearly been wronged by. Yeah. Many a woman. <laughs> he's been wronged. He's killing them. What are you talking about? He's been wronged. I think they've that's been fair. wrong. Yeah, no, he's just a POS. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he, instead of letting them go, he kills them. <laughs> yeah, he's never been divorced. That's. <sighs> There's so much wrong with Grandpa. But we find out what Herman's fifth and final job will be. Could you imagine a dark version of Grandpa? <laughs> like. Don't put it out there. There's a chance we might get it. <laughs> Uh, okay yeah so then uh herman goes to his last job thing boy wanted and he walks into this uh it's a chinese um laundry mat and uh this is where we get to see benny rubin as the most racist stereotypical asian guy ever he's doing the fake i looked all over the internet to try and figure out 
if Benny Rubin was, you know, Asian in any way. And, you know, I, I can't find his ethnicity. So if people do know it, let me know. Um, but from his other performances I've seen, and I'll let this go too. I'm actually going to let this performance go because I realized he is like a younger version of Rob Schneider or an older version of Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider's done this same thing where he's played like, you know, uh, what is it? Indians and Asians and all that stuff. Yeah. So Rob Schneider's done that same stuff. So I can't be mad at this performance when I'm not mad. At no, I, I'm not going to be mad at it being from the time that it is, but it's just, thank God we've gotten better. But it, his accent was so like, I was thrown off by the accent because it, it basically was like uh, the chick from SNL. <laughs> like the uh, it's so I forget her name. Um he's like, ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh even... um, oh, oh, I know who you're talking about, but it's not coming to me. But this is already running long, yeah. so I don't want to yeah, look yeah, it up. Yeah. Um but yeah, but so, yeah. So Benny Rubin is uh playing an Asian guy in the, the he even makes a karate yeah. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, then um, <laughs> let's just skip so around some of this. After some back and forth, he hires Herman and her, yeah. he goes to show him the back room. And as they're going back there, he points to the door frame so that Herman can bend down knowing that he has to. Mm-hmm. But when we get to the other room, Herman's walking into the room just fine. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's kind of a little continuity error, which is not on IMDb, I will mention. Somebody needs to update that. Uh, I don't have an account, so I can't. But (laughs) Um, yeah, so uh, he then shows him. He's like, this is the dryer and the washer. When the bell goes off, you move one to the other. (laughs) You fill the washer back up. This is the iron. Don't goof around. Mm -hmm. You will set a thing the place on fire because it is a iron people be careful when you iron your clothes i am stressing out about this because it is a worry of mine <laughs> uh so I he's s- like this i steam you know, everything i don't i don't iron i just steam it yeah well then he goes over to the the wall and he's like this is the emergency valve to shut everything off i'm like that is clearly a water pipe yeah how the fuck are you shutting the power off with that? <laughs> well, I think it's to shut the the water off for the washer. He says it shuts everything off. Maybe his building is hydro powered. That is not a thing even today. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, this is a fake right, world, Tibbis. You can't say. <laughs> that. I'm, I'm gonna go get an enchilada, and his Herman's like, wait, what do I do if customers come in? He's hide. <laughs> yeah which i guess is uh kind of a joke on some of the, the the places you go and you just don't see anyone ever show up because they just don't want to come out and deal with you that's why i've done it uh, <laughs> when i worked at kroger i could say that i no longer work there i hid from customers because i didn't want to deal with them <laughs> <laughs> so now we get lily going out and stuff and you know herman's having the time of his life at the at the laundromat you know he's ironing away singing Mm. and then the bell goes off and he sets the iron 
face down. She mm-hmm. immediately set off alarms for me, but it's okay. It doesn't set a fire yet because yet. apparently the ironing board is non-flammable. Uh, <laughs> so he opens the dryer, you know, the dry. Uh, do you notice the machines don't stop when he opens them? Yep. That was one of my notes. I was like, why are the machines stopping? But <laughs> so, hmm. so yeah, he starts filling it. Uh, then things start to go wrong. The phone rings. He thinks it's a bell. Someone's at the front door ringing the doorbell. He thinks it's the dryer bell. Yeah. He puts the iron back down on the shirt, starts fussing with the dryer and washer. It starts throwing things back at him. (laughs) And so he's fighting it. I think it pelts him with rocks at one point. (laughs) He pulls up a trash can, Captain America style trash can lid. Well, then. And because the phone goes, the the doorbell goes, wasn't there an yeah. alarm? The alarm was going too at the same time, eventually. Yeah, yeah. The actual one the of actual the actual alarm. The yeah. Um, then the shirt catches fire. The shirt it burns right through the freaking ironing board. <laughs> it now the ironing board burns. Yeah. Uh, and he's like freaking out, so he goes over to the emergency valve and just rips it off the wall, mm. and then. He turns on the sprinkler system by mistake and he's like, ah, crap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, now we cut to the parlor for the first time. Yep. We see it's called yep. Gateman, Goodberry and Graves. This is our first time ever actually seeing the actual his work outside of the floral arrangement area where he gets a call very early in the series. Right. And, and during the party. And I will mention during this conversation between Mr. Gateman and Lily, they continue to be extremely vague about what they do, alluding to them being, you know, uh, what we think they are, but not outright saying it. And I have His, to applaud these writers for continuing they're to vague keep it about this way. That, but the set design tells otherwise. Yeah, 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 yeah. The set design shows everything like you know there's urns in the office there's all these other different things so as they're being vague with what they're saying mm-hmm. what my eyes are seeing something completely different <laughs> yes so yeah i i think that they did a pretty good job on that i just don't i'm wondering if the set people didn't get the memo <laughs> <laughs> I, I i think that was part of the alluding to yeah that is it's pretty clear that we know what his job is but the fact that they never say it and keep it vague is yeah just i have to just so hats off yeah. to everyone in charge of this decision uh, so then um all right so let's let's roll through this real quick so basically yeah. lily uh, pulls the uh, he thinks Herman fe- looks at you as like a father figure, basically. <laughs> yes. She's like, Oh, we find out he's been working there for 17 years. Yeah, he calls you Dada Gateman, which apparently is what causes the emotional break in Mr. Gateman because he then begins crying. Which I don't think that he actually does that. <laughs> no, he she, doesn't. She and if he does, that's weird. Don't call anyone Dada, especially when you're 150 Dada. years old. Yeah. Um, so then uh, he starts crying and then he breaks out. He's like, fine, I'll hire him and I'll give him the raise, basically. And But he's like, all right, I got to go, though, because I can't be wet 
like tears. I have uh, to uh, keep some tears back. I have to be at the graveyard later tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So um then he kicks her out basically. And then we jump yeah. to uh Herman at the house with grandpa and Herman's no, no, no. like before oh. then he puts the boy wanted sign back in the window of the laundromat looks back out. as the suds begin billowing out from the back room and just bolts <laughs> yeah yeah so then we're oh. back at the house and he's telling grandpa like i just i'm just i just nope there's nothing not a yeah um, i've tried and uh Oh, in the phone rings, and he has up. like a PTSD flashback. Yeah. Oh, I gotta get this clothes out. <laughs> <laughs> and the grandpa's like, it's just the phone, man. Calm down. Yeah. So he goes and answers it. It's Mr. Gateman calling to ask him to come back. And Herman suddenly gets all cocky. He's like, hmm, I don't know. There's a lot of other offers uh, about that raise. Oh, oh, you're, you're giving it to me? All right. Yeah. Well, then I'll be back. And he's like, look at what I did. Yeah. <laughs> and Lily's like, that's right. You are a uh, she like strokes his ego and compliments him as yeah. such a great provider. And that's where the episode he never finds out that she helped him. Yeah, he never finds out that she helped him. But she does actually when she comes home, she's like, hey, I just I, I heard that you lost your job and mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. She's real nice about it. She's super <laughs> nice about it. This is like probably the nicest she's been when she's found out that Herman screwed up, but mm -hmm. in his defense, he screwed up because of her. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, she, it was kind of her mistake to fix in the first place uh, in a way, you know? Uh, so yeah. And uh, he strokes his ego. She, or she strokes his ego and then we go from there. Um, I do want to say one thing on this episode real quick before you do your, your trivia and stuff. If you guys haven't seen uh, Benny Rubin and other stuff, uh, I would check out some of his uh, stuff in his filmography because uh, he actually does a lot of different character acting type things. Like I said, like a Rob Schneider. So um, if you like how Rob Schneider does a lot of different styles and character acting, uh, do that. Check that out. Don't get offended though. <laughs> so yeah. There we go. Yeah, just remember they're a product of their time and But Rob Schneider can't say that. So <laughs> Well, I you know, that whole argument. That's that's this is really a discussion for our other podcast, but yeah. Anyways. Yeah. All right. So uh what we got Things for trivia. Can change a lot in ten years, a lot more than people seem to think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what we got for trivia, dude? uh nothing for this one nothing. uh we said everything you know we see his work cool. first mr gateman appears awesome. uh you know just some this is just all around a cool we did not give our thoughts in the first episode but these two together are really cool yeah. episodes yeah. uh i i enjoyed both of them seeing the dragula and herman's work this is a really nice wrap up to the first season and we still have one episode to go yeah okay yeah, so we have episode 38, which we'll be tackling next week with a close. After we do that episode, we'll do a closing um, of uh, of it all. And then we'll be back with one more episode for season one of the Munster cast, uh, which we will have a uh, special guest on and we will be doing the pilot episode. So um, if you 
don't have the DVD set, I'm not sure where you can find the pilot episode. Um, it, it might be on like Daily Motion or something. It's just reversed. So you might be able to find it there. Because um, I don't believe it's on Hulu or whatever NBC and stuff like that that they have the monsters on at the moment. So uh, definitely um, find that if you want. Otherwise, you can just tune in and listen to us uh, talk about it. So that'd be kind of cool either way. Um, so before we do anything else, uh, I just want to remind everyone, you know, you can email us questions and all that stuff at the monstercast at outlook.com. And, uh, speaking of questions, we have one last question to answer from Chelsea since, mm-hmm. uh, she did give us three and I will read the question and then we will go into this cause this is a interesting one. A tough one that we found. <laughs> um, uh, yes. So her question is, who is your ideal modern cast for the family and any side characters you like? So uh, I I did pick a couple side characters um, just you because did? I thought it would be kind of funny. Uh, so I'll get my side characters first. Uh, All right. Lily's brother, Chester. Is it Chester or Lester? Lester. Lester. Why did I keep saying Chester? It's Lester. Let me change that in my notes here. Lester. (laughs) Lily's brother, Lester, the werewolf man. I picked Mm -hmm. as Steve Buscemi because uh, he's the werewolf man in Transylvania, Hotel Transylvania. (laughs) And and he's going to be covered in makeup anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I think his voice would be good for the the character. Um, I did Uncle Gilbert. I picked Doug Jones uh, for many people who don't know who that is. He played Abe Sapien in Hellboy, the first two Hellboys. Um, he also played the um, the sea creature in uh, the the one where, oh, what was it called? Love of Water or some crap like that. Um, but he played. Uh, Abe's- he also was the body. Uh, I know he got voiced over a couple of times. Silver Surfer and um, yes, Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Doug Jones, I picked for Uncle Gilbert, and Uncle Gilbert was the um, the uh, Loch or not Loch Ness monster. Wow, a creature from the Black Lagoon. And then uh, I picked a short-term dick boyfriend from Maryland, <laughs> is what I literally what I wrote here. Uh, Glenn Powell, um, he plays a really good jerk, but can also like play it off like cool at first. But he plays a good jerk. Um, so if you don't know who Glenn Powell is, look him up. As soon as you see his face, you'll understand. <laughs> and uh, let me see, is that the it for the side characters oh no dr dudley so i have two choices for dr dudley here um seth mcfarlane or ken jong oh yeah yeah so i I would go with ken for my pick yeah like i i I put seth mcfarlane because i was like who could do like because i remember how dr dudley was when we saw him i was like I think Seth MacFarlane could do that, but then I'm like, Ken Jong could just like bring something different to the character. And I would mm-hmm. really like to see that. So, uh, yeah. So those are my side characters. Did you have any side characters or no? I just quickly thought of the three that you mentioned. Okay. 
Well, four, I guess. Um, I just did a dick boyfriend. That would be four, but yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, well. Uh, so... This is this was so hard, Chelsea. Yeah, like you asked a tough question because so much of these characters are just embodied in the actors that were you know brought them yeah uh, into existence. Oh man, trying to find people who were properly able to do that in my eyes is it's like oh. And I've never really thought of recat like picking a new cast for like modern times too. Yeah. It's so hard because so, when I was thinking about like the main characters too, I was thinking about a lot of actors that were already dead. <laughs> I was like, damn it. What? what? No. Yeah, I thought of a couple who were no longer with us too. And I'm like, oh no. Yeah. So um, I was like, man, this is hard. <laughs> so uh, for anyone who hasn't checked out our other uh, podcast, Operation Babble, I, I constantly refer to myself as a popcorn uh, viewer of things. So a lot of my choices are going to be more comedic and, uh, you know, uh, geared toward that way. Mm. So for uh, Herman, I got. Uh, well, wait, did you want to do your uh, your offshoots first? Oh, sure. Get those for, out of the way. Uh, Meryl's dick boyfriend. I got Alan Richson. OK, <laughs> yeah, because uh, I mean, he's just good It everything he's good in titans he's good in blue mountain state uh yeah. he was a great aquaman uh so <laughs> yeah uh for um yeah I w- i'm gonna go with ken for the doctor okay ken for, for dr uh, Dudley. Uncle, uncle gilbert i'll go with john Lith- lithgow okay uh for lester will forte hmm with that voice yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay i can see those uh, all right so, so you want to do uh, now each... now we'll go with the family do we um, want to go back and forth for each character or do you just want to do all of yours at first we could go back and forth do you want to okay. do eddie first um that's fine but i want to we'll let people Herman know last. too i i i went su- i i didn't want to go super pretentious with my picks because mm-hmm. I do know a lot of different actors from a lot of different, like I was looking at French actors and shit like that too. I was yeah. like, wait, some people uh, might not know these people. So you I, are the I, movie like, buff of us. So yeah. you, you have more of a pool than I did. So I, I did pick a, almost everyone I picked because I did pick multiples for some of these characters too. Everyone mm-hmm. I picked, everyone should know um, because they're basic, like they're, they're they've been in, popular things or something like that for the States. So everyone I did end up going with on my list here, everyone should know. But I was like writing down some like Spanish actors I knew and I was like, "Eh, no one's going to know them. So (laughs) let's not put them down. (laughs) Rob Zombie Uh, would be happy with my picks though. (laughs) So which, which uh, family member would you like to start for? I think I really feel like Herman, we should go last with, but okay, which one so, do you want to start so with? So start with Eddie. We'll go youngest Eddie? to oldest. Okay. Um, so that would be grandpa last then. We'll go youngest to oldest uh, minus the grandpa. Then Herman. <laughs> then Herman. <laughs> uh, so for my Eddie, I went with Linzo, uh, Winslow uh feigly i think is how you pronounce it uh, uh he's most recently in 8-bit christmas and i'm not i don't know too many child actors but 
he blew me away in that. So I got to go with it. It was my instant first thought. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Damn. I didn't even think about that. Um, So my pick was uh, Jacob Tremblay. He's a little older, uh, but he's still a child actor. I don't remember how old he is, but um, he is an, a terrific actor. And I just think with no offense oh. to Bush, but I think with uh, a little more years under the belt and stuff, we could get a lot more Eddie centric episodes and stuff like that. So uh, I would have gone. I would go with Jacob Tremblay. Okay. So I yeah. see that. All right, so um, we are going to Maryland next, then. Maryland. I went with um, Eden Sure. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I don't know too much of her other work other than just being on the ABC sitcom The Middle. Uh, but she's, I really enjoy her performances in that show, and I would love to see her in more things just in general. So that was the main reason I went with her. Okay, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at them because I didn't know her by name. All right, so for Maryland, <laughs> I have three picks. <laughs> um, so I'll start with uh the first one I picked. The last one I pick is probably my my top one out of it. Now, two of these are a little older. They're not in their twenties anymore. I don't believe. Well. No, she's still in her 20s. One's not in her 20s, though. So um, my first pick was Chloe. Uh, Chloe. Sorry, not Chloe. Chloe Grace Moretz as uh, Marilyn. Um, she's a little younger. She's. Uh, oh, yeah. OK. She, I think she would do a pretty cool job. And she's got that like way that she could probably fit in with the family, too. For pretty good. Um, my second was. And I know I'm going to mispronounce this name. It's uh, Gugu Mbatha Rao. 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 Yeah. I know I mispronounced it. Um, she played Renslayer on Loki. From the Loki yes. TV show. For people that don't know. Um, and before people were like, oh, you can't do black and white. And I'm like, you know what? They're all wear makeup. It doesn't matter. Shut up. Who cares? It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're all wearing makeup. <laughs> um, and then my best choice, though, for the character of Marilyn is Billy Lord. Uh, I think that she would do awesome, especially with the appearance and like her her performances on American Horror Story have really gotten me to like just really love her uh, oh, for she all was types also of in characters. The latest Star Wars. Yeah, she's uh, Carrie Fisher's daughter oh 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 yes 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 yeah, yeah so uh billy lord is just awesome so um that would be my main number and one what an pick. amazing uh uh family you know legacy yeah because I, I you know her grandma from halloween town amazing actress as well yep. yep so uh all right so then where we're going now uh lily or grandpa uh, Lily. All right. And again, to the people who say that we can't swap race, uh, shut up. I got Maya Rudolph as my Lily. Okay. Because <laughs> I think she would be able to uh, convey uh, the character really well with her range of uh, emotion, facial features. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just I think she's a good fit. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I see. I see. When I was going through these, I didn't really look at the ethnicity or anything because they're all wearing makeup. So it's like it doesn't matter. <laughs> um. So for my Lily Munster, I have two picks. Uh, one we'll start with. Uh, she wouldn't be my top pick. Um, but is Maisie, uh, Macy Richardson Sellers. Um, she played Charlie from Legends of Tomorrow for people who watch that show. Oh, yes. So, uh, she would be a great one, uh, for me to, to put in there just because, like, I, I've seen her in like the punk goth type look, and I think that she would be able to rock it with the updated version of the Munsters. Um, my number one pick, and, uh, it's, it, She's a lot older, but she does not look like it. Um, and she, I think she would be able to play the character very well as uh, she has a character inspired by all these characters. Uh, Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. Elvira, um, as uh, Lily Munster. All right. So, yeah, I could see it. That 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 would be my number one pick if I had to pick a Lily Munster. So. All righty, Grandpa. All right, so um, I'm sorry. I have multiple picks for each of these because I just couldn't decide. <laughs> I had trouble finding one for each of them, so <laughs> I'm not going with multiple. Uh, so for Grandpa, I went with you know who's a su- sarcastic um, a hole in real life and uh, that everyone loves. So uh, Bill Murray. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> He's not old enough yet. Makeup, bro. <laughs> Makeup. Yeah, uh, Bill Murray. Okay. Um, if anyone has ever I, seen any of his interviews with people when he doesn't want to be interviewed, yeah. you'll know exactly why I think he's perfect for the role. I, I, I had thought of Bill Murray for the character. Instead, I went with three guys. I, I think they're pushing in their 50s right now. Um, mm-hmm. Three different guys. Uh and I have no one over the other. I just thought that they would all be able to portray the character uh, that we have seen on screen of Grandpa for this first season so far. Uh, number one, Matt LeBlanc. Yes. Yeah. That was a really fast yes. Because <laughs> I knew exactly who you're. <laughs> um, I, we've been watching Friends. Okay. I know. Yeah, his like. I think he could do the facial stuff, everything like really well. Like yeah. it, even in the last episode that we did where grandpa like dropped his like, like opened and almost dropped a cigar out of his mouth. I swear Matt LeBlanc has done that same thing. Like sitting Probably. in one of the chairs before. Uh, and he's friends. also a, a guy who's known for being a lovable a-hole. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one would be Donald Logue. Uh, just because I love Donald Logue. Uh, but I think that he could do the look pretty well. And he's a, a little shorter and he's already really pale. <laughs> so <laughs> you mean Donald Donald? Yeah, I thought you said Donald. No, I said Donald Logue. I probably just okay. put it all together too fast. Um, and my third pick for Grandpa Munster would be Brendan Fraser. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fraser, uh, not Fraser. Sorry. <laughs> you're never going to get a no for me to have him in more stuff just in general. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I do. Donald Logue is uh, someone I would love to see in a lot more things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for people who don't know who Donald Logue is, he 
uh, had his own show called Grounded for Life, and he was also in the yeah. first Blade movie. He's the guy who kept getting his hands cut off. <laughs> he also is a major part of Gotham. Yes. Yes. He is. As Harvey Bullock. Yes. I was trying to remember what the last name was. Or not. Yeah. Yeah. Harvey Bullock. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now we're on the Herman Munster, and I only have two picks for this. No. Oh, no. Wait. I have three picks. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to read. Sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry, Chelsea. I know you wanted probably just one pick each, but we're given options. So, hey. Um, do you want to um, go first, or how many do you have? Let's just say that. I just have one. Okay. So and this was a tough one. I thought about this for a long time until okay. finally I settled on uh, Rain Wilson. Rain Wilson, or is it right? R- Rayan, uh, Dwight Shrews, who the I'm office shrewd. To... Shri- oh, oh, good pull, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be um, in boots anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, it's his, it, most people know him as Dwight. Uh, yeah. And but he has a lot more range than that. Uh, he is incredible. And I think if anyone could pull off the childlike yet also uh, kind of wisdom of Herman, uh, he is the one I would go with. OK, I could see that. Yeah. OK, so I went away with my Hermans. Um, the first one I picked was John Lithgow. Uh, that the same guy you picked for Uncle Gilbert. Uh, but I, okay. I don't know. He might be way too old to to. He's seventy six. Yeah, and if they're gonna put like a big suit on him or something, it might not work out very well. Um, but I do think he would have made a good one back in his like third rock from the Sundays, for yes. sure. Um, and he's still an awesome actor. Uh, my other mm-hmm. pick. Oh yeah. Uh, so I have two other picks. The other one is Tyler Perry because fucking put him in any suit and he'll just rock. He doesn't care. (laughs) Fair. Um, fair. And then uh, my number one pick, though, for Herman was uh, Patrick Warburton. No, nobody knows that. I got to look him up. Oh, yeah. I thought of him for um, uh, uh, grandpa, actually. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, uh, no, he's not quite right for that role. Because he can do like the 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 facials, I think. Um, yes. For people who don't know who Patrick Warburton is, he plays Joe on Family Guy, I think it is. Um, but he's also like the narrator guy Krunk from Lemony from, Snicket's. Uh, Emperor's New Groove. Grunk, yeah. Uh, he, Rules of Engagement. He's on there. He's an extremely talented, both uh, live action and voice acting. Yeah. He's in, uh, he was on Seinfeld for a lot of the tick. time. The Tick. Uh, he's been Superman in, in voice acting. He does a lot of really good character roles, and I think that that potential right there Brock would make Samson. him. Yeah, I think that would make uh, him one of the one of the better picks for Herman for me, anyways. And um, yeah, so I, I that's my picks, dude. Like, and those are some solid picks. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I hope that answer is good for you, Chelsea. And I hope that answer is good for our audience out there, everyone else. Uh, go uh, the only reason I didn't go with Patrick Warburton, because I also thought of him for Herman as well, just because of his height, because, you know, he's six yeah. foot three, uh, is 
his voice. His voice is too iconic. I think it would take me out of the role. Maybe, maybe, but I've listened to him in so many different things that it's just like everything, every character he plays, like I know it's him. Oh, they're unique, but I know he's it's got, him, he's, but it's he's just, just like, recognizable. It, he's recognizable, but it's just like, I, I don't care. It takes me, he, you know, I don't know. That's fair. Because it's a recognizable voice. So, okay. I know the character, but like, you know, you, you, Ryan Reynolds fucking voice is recognizable as hell now too. You put him in yeah, anything well, and I'll probably he, still enjoy it. He's got one character, but <laughs> don't most actors these days. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the big ones. Um, so probably if, because of people like me. Yeah. <laughs> so if everybody, uh, uh, we apologize for the being a little longer today, but yeah, we wanted to give some nice uh, answers for you guys. Um, if you guys want to email us or just add us on Twitter or send anything, us who you think that would make yeah. good uh, actors, interactors um, or whatever. And I'll read out the two questions that other people can answer too. Uh, who's your ideal modern cast or family or any side characters that you would like? So, you know, uh, you can email us at the monstercast at outlook.com if you want, or just hit us up on all the socials or add us or just, you know, share it on your own feed, whatever. Um, let other people know in your, you know, atmosphere that you like the monsters. And, uh, the other question was, what do you think of the fan theory that the monsters are Democrats and the Adams are Republicans? And, um, you know, answer that too, if you want, send it to us or just share it with your family and see what you guys think. Uh, I would be careful sharing that with your, some family members. Cause I know a lot of people are very edgy right now with a political spectrum. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe um, we should. I know it's going to be extra work for you. Maybe we should put some time codes in in case people, you know, just aren't in the mood. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should have brought that up before, you know, we're at the end of the show, but <laughs> yeah. So I, I, if they're there, he did it. If not, oh, well, I suggested it. <laughs> I don't think that we, we caused anybody any harm. If we, if no, no, if no, you we felt did. Like I think you, we did that pretty yeah, well. Yeah. So. Um, in that case, Tibbis, do you have any extra words or anything for us for today? I'm excited to close out season one. Yeah. Next yeah. week. And I look forward to all of you coming along with the ride. Awesome, man. Sweet. All right. Well, with that said, guys, thank you. And, uh, we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 Mockingbird Lane. The lesson I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short, or fat or thin, or ugly, or handsome, like your father. Or you can be black or yellow or white, it doesn't matter. What does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character.